kick it off with Michael Kent Jr. Racing Pulse with Michael Felgate. Morning, Michael. You well? Very good, Michael. Yourself? Very well indeed. Gee, it's a busy time, isn't it? Because we've got the Caracas sales around the corner as well, and we've got feature racing today and then Saturday at Mooney Valley. Uh, are you heading over to New Zealand, or are you holding the fort here and, and mix over in New Zealand? A bit of, bit of both. Mick's already there on the ground at Caracas, and I'm, I'm waiting um, for Jack to race, obviously, and then heading straight to the airport after that. I think a lot of people are waiting for Jack to race tomorrow. Uh, he, he looks good in his recent trials. How has he come back this time in, do you think? Yeah, he's, he's come back good. He's um, a little bit bigger and stronger, um, furnished a bit more. He's had a perfect preparation. You know, you always hope everything goes to plan for these good colts, and certainly has. So uh, he'll he'll turn up there in the mound yard in fantastic order. It looks a, a nice race from the the circuit. Certainly looks perfect, and we know he's building up to the CFR and the Memsey. But kicking off over the thirteen hundred metres of the Manfred Stakes, he's he's a dollar eighty favourite. Do you think that's about the right price for him? Uh, I, I don't set markets. I did think it was a little short, but. Um, you know he's a he's a high quality colt and he's got a fair gap in ratings to his, um, his nearest rival, I suppose. Um, but yeah, certainly for us, it's uh, it's a kickoff point, and his main goals are the CFL and Futurity, and he's drawn another inside barrier. Uh, we're getting a bit used to those. He had to contend with one in the McNeil, but he was good enough to weave through. And in the Golden Rose, he had barrier four, and he got to the outside that day. So hopefully, you, know, you hope and imagine that. Um, the big spacious stand down track allows him a free passage in the straight. Yeah, he is a horse that has had a lot of those inside barriers and he needs to manoeuvre his way through the field. When you look at the race, that's probably the one thing that sticks out is is where will he actually be in the run? Do you envisage um, that he'll be needing luck to weave a passage through? Definitely. You always need luck in racing, Michael. And uh, him particularly, you know, he bounces on terms, but his first few strides can be a bit slow. I think he's definitely improved in that department and certainly Damien Lane said that after his last jump out he's, he's definitely getting better at um, holding a position but he's not a horse we're going to ride forward and it looks to be decent enough speed but he will be behind runners so you'll need things to open up for him. Um, so hopefully they, hopefully they do. He's certainly um, done enough work for the 1300 and uh, yeah I, I think oh, he's there to run very well so as long as things work out. There's no doubt he's the, yeah. Well, there's no doubt he's the best horse in the race, but there will be still improvement to come, I'd imagine, because he's got those Group Ones that you mentioned, the CFR and the Futurity. So, what fitness level do you think he is at at this stage? Oh, I'd say sort of eighty-five percent. Um, you know, you don't you know, from the Coolmore to, to this race, you don't get a long time, so it's a balance between having some time in the paddock to let a young colt furnish and then getting them fit. So you haven't got that really long build-up, but um, he's a very clean-winded athletic horse, so um, he's been recovering well from his, his jump-outs and gallops, and his work's been sensational. He's a very smart workhorse. So, um, yeah, he's going there in, in perfect order. Have you made any call as to where the autumn leads him after those two Group 1s, or will his performances determine that? Yeah, um, discussion to be had, certainly with um, the team and the connections. Uh, you could... Um, you know, we go a week after Futurity into the Guineas, or there is always the All-Star Mile there, which is a nice spacing three weeks later. So, yeah, there's, there's plenty of options for him, but yeah, first and foremost, um, our targets are those two Group 1s at 7, and we think that's a lovely trip for him. He's a good sprinting colt, and 
a really long stride and can maintain a long gallop, unlike a lot of horses. And I think we saw that in that Golden Rose. He was dynamic and just awesome. So, um, yeah, keen to see him at that trip again. We sort of had to keep him fresh for a go at the Everest. He was very good, I think. Had he got to the outside, he would have been in Gitch Lane and, and, and gone a bit closer again. And the Coolmore as well, he had bad luck there. So he's a very good sprinting colt, but I do think seven films would be his pet trip. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think he could stretch out to that mile? Yeah, no reason why he couldn't. Um, well, you know, he's by Rubik, but he's got um, a nice stout uh, dam line. You know, same family is um, inference and elation. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't see why not, but we'll... We'll find out in due course. You've also got the stable mate Maximilius in the Manfred as well. And without being too harsh, he's probably been a little disappointing from what we thought he would do. He was really good in Adelaide on that occasion, but he's been a bit um, wayward and he's been a bit costly for punters. Could he cause an upset tomorrow? <laughs> uh, not, not sure. I wouldn't underestimate him, though. He's, he's come back better as a gelding. Uh, he was always a very talented colt. Uh, got a huge pedigree from the family of... You know, black caviar, and a uh, sort of horse that can, you know, go head to head with Cool and Gatter in half mile jump outs here at Cranbourne. He's got a lot of toe, um, but he, we found he was inconsistent. Um, he did win a Group Three, leading all the way in Adelaide uh, and beat some decent horses. But these two runs afterward were awful, and um, he had the ultimate gear change, and uh, he's come back better. So I think he ran very well. He, his work's been super, and um, certainly having um, trifectas, I'd include him. Altruist is a debutante in the Blue Diamond Prelude, or preview, I should say, for the Colts and Geldings, well-bred, and did look good in a recent jump out at Sandown. So what are you expecting tomorrow? Yeah, you're right. He was good there, and, and Blake was very effusive in his praise and was keen to stick, which is a good lead. I'm sure he rides a lot of good two-year-olds around the places. Uh, and he had a bit up his sleeve in that jump out. But a very good action. He's a good-looking... Snitzel Colt from a good a good mare, so um, we do like the horse. Um, hard to get a line in these uh, two old races, you know, jump out some more different tracks, so it's hard to reline them up. But there looks to be some nice colts there from good stables, so we'll get an idea of where he's at. I think he's legitimately like a top four chance. Um, he's doing everything right here at home. He's trained on beautifully since that jump out. Uh, looks to be really good speed, as you'd imagine. I think from very eight. Um, dog leg run out of the chute there. He'll just be off the speed and finishing off. So, yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a back-finding mission, see where he sits, but um, he's certainly a nice colt in our books. Would he be far behind a, a horse like Charmstone ability-wise? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's shown her ability, but uh, not, not many have. You know, she's, um, she's pretty good. She, she was able to win a jump out here by five on, on Monday and... Mm. Um, is is mature and seasoned and had two runs under her belt and so she she's our number one seed for sure. But um, all they can do these horses is keep improving. If they keep doing that, you never know where they may get to. And when do we get to see her back in action? So she's going to the uh, prelude on February 11, and then um, second up into the diamond. So yeah, it's very good having had two runs already, and we can just give her time and um, aim her into. Uh, those races, and then there'll be three weeks into the slipper, all being well. We saw a few of those nice uh, horses jumping out on Monday, including uh, Amenable, who we haven't seen since the Caulfield Guineas, and didn't have much luck there. So is he a horse that you're thinking Caulfield Guineas, uh, Australian Guineas with this time in? Yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. And he, he's a late November foal, so he, he was one that um, was always going to do well with more time than he has. He's gone from being a young boy to a bit of a man now. He's learned he's a colt and he's big and strong and masculine. And um, he's, uh, his plan is to go into the autumn stakes uh, on the 11th as well and then three weeks into the Guineas and then potentially a Sydney trip if all goes well. But yeah, he's he come back come back when I think he's... Um, a nice cult for a race like the Guineas. Is he a Group 1 horse? A genuine Group 1 horse in your mind? Uh, again, uh, you know, there's not a lot between these horses that track work and, you know, Group 3 and Group 1 horses and um, it depends how they handle that last field along under race day pressure. Um, as I said, he's so untapped. He, he didn't have the most straightforward campaign in the spring and he's a very immature cult. So, Certainly, um, would like to think so. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely give him the chance to find out. A name just escapes for your other nice um, three-year-old that's going to get over a distance um, that ran during the spring. Art Zeno. That's it. Yes. Where do we see Art Zeno? Yeah, love love that horse. Um, he, he he got that a nice long break uh, across the spring, and um, he'll also kick off in the autumn stakes, and then we do plant the stakes to go sharply in trip. The Autumn Classic, which is two weeks later, 1800 Group 2, Sandown, and then potentially either Alistair Clark or Rose Hill Guinea pass towards the Derby. But yeah, he's a nice horse. He's got a turn of foot for a, for a Tarzino, uh, not similar to Jungle Magnate, and um, got a nice way about him. So he had a jump out last week, and he's off to Geelong Trials uh, next Tuesday for his second trial. Look forward to seeing uh, all of those back in action uh... Are we crossing our fingers and and uh, closing our eyes and and chips in Jackano? Or is there another one we should back this weekend? No, no, he's <laughs> no, we haven't got much fun this weekend actually. Um, no, he's he, he's the main one. I think certainly um, from a trainer's point of view, he's done everything right. He's going there in perfect order. He's a smart colt. He's the best horse in the race, and uh, just got to pray that everything goes right for him. We got Sunfall tonight. I should ask you about it. Uh, can Sunfall win tonight at Packenham? Uh, yeah, he can he can win. Uh, I wouldn't have my last on him. Uh, he's a awesome winner of turn, but he was unlucky last time out. He was stuck three deep and got to the front quite early and faded. But from inside draw, beautiful track of packing and will suit that big horse, and he's certainly an each-way chance. Good on you, Michael. Best of luck tomorrow. You're welcome. Thank you, Michael.